Hey, this is The Chic Strategy, the podcast about all the things beauty, fashion, and style. So grab your beverage of choice, settle in, and let me, Tuesday, and my co-host, Yvonne, teach you how to be the glam in the room. everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of The Sheep Strategy. I'm Tuesday and I'm here with Yvonne. How are you doing this week? I am doing great. I'm, yeah. I, nothing exciting to report. Nothing exciting to report over here either. So I guess we'll jump into today's topic, which I'm not sure if we have like a working title for it or not. Do we uh, have a working title for this topic? Or anything? <laughs> I was like, yeah, good old sheet. Tell me, did we have a working title? Let me just check here. It's an interesting topic. I know it's something that you really wanted to. <laughs> you put it on the sheet because you were like, yes, we're talking about this. <laughs> I think it's a topic that that needs some space to be discussed. But I know you were, you were pretty passionate about the subject based on some DMs that you and I exchanged not too long ago. Yes, yes, yes. And I actually have those. I have. Because oh, you have more, it. Because some more things happen. So oh, okay. Some more things happen regarding that specific. And I, anyways, we'll talk about it. But oh, goodness, I can't wait to hear this tea. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty. I'm pretty pissed about it, honestly. <laughs> like, oh, I'm not even it? salty about it. I'm pretty pissed about it. But, okay, so our topic, we don't have a title. Per, it, the tit- Well, the title topic is says, why won't people listen to pros? That's, we have no notes on it. I think Tuesday put this on here because I looked on the sheet and I was like, oh, we're talking about that. Okay, she was not kidding. We were talking about it. <laughs> but it was, it where there's no we don't we didn't give a quote-unquote official title or whatever i think the reason i i very quickly put this on the sheet after our conversation on instagram was because in this day and age of social media where everybody and their mother has a platform to talk about whatever it is they want to talk about it is very easy to rely on the information or misinformation of pretty much anybody. So let so it's just like it's like me and the hair community. We'll just use that as an example. The natural hair community. There's like a million women on YouTube talking about their natural hair, their hair journey, what they love, what you should do, what you shouldn't do, blah 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 blah. But at the end of the day, the majority of these people are not professionals. They're just everyday women, just like me, who have gone on a journey, found maybe what works for them, but they also are not versed in chemical processes, the science of why things work, what might be harmful. And so we're just taking their word for it because it allegedly worked for them or because they they think it's okay or whatever. But without taking into consideration things that professionals would give you feedback on. So for instance, if I go see a professional hairstylist, she's going to tell me, well, 
or he's going to tell me, you know, this works for your hair type because your hair is like this, blah, blah, blah. Also considering, you know, your these scalp issues or whatever. These chemicals don't work well together. It's like going to see my dermatologist who will tell me, you know, hey, you can't mix these two things together or this is the best way to mix these things together based on what I know as a professional and based on what I'm seeing, you know, on your skin. There is definitely, there's, there's, you know, a reason why, you know, we should contact professionals for a lot of things. But I think because information is so readily available to us, that line gets blurred really, really quickly. And so I thought like, nope, this is a conversation we need to have. And and I think you probably have more to say about, you know, why you think this is important, but that's why I put it on the sheet so quick. Okay, cool. I, <laughs> well, here's the thing. I don't, no, I actually, let me, let me go back to something you said earlier that kind of sparked some, some insight into what I was saying, like thinking when you were talking about like, um, you know, all these people that are online and, and, and they might have hair like yours and they've done, and they've gone through a journey and they've, they have tried and failed and tried and failed and tried and failed and tried and succeeded some and and so on and so forth so i'm not saying that they they didn't learn something they just didn't learn something the way that i learned something and they didn't learn something based on actual facts they had experimentation and i'm not saying that i don't do experimentation but i do experimentation based on already known facts that i have does that make sense because I, I do experimentation, but I do it based on facts that I already know to be true. And I'm experimenting to see this, this, or this. And then, and kind of anticipating an outcome and possibly hoping for the right outcome, quite frankly, you know, like the outcome that I want it to be based on the facts that I already know. And then when I, if I confirm my, what I think is going to be true, great. Then that thing worked. What I thought based on fact, based on what I've learned over the years, I, I am on the right track. I am doing the right thing. And if it didn't come out the way that I wanted, then I go back. I can literally go back and say, okay, I did this and I did this and I did this and I did this. Where did it go wrong? Where, where did I go wrong? Where was I mistaken or did I mess up here? The fact that I had this and this and this, oh, I didn't take this into consideration, whatever. And that's why my experiment didn't go the way that I wanted it to go. And, and, or, or maybe it still came out good and nobody was like the wiser and it's like, oh yeah, it looks fine. It's great. It's awesome. But I'm still like, how can I make it better? So I did this, 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 and this. How can I make it better for the next time? What do I need to add? What do I need to delete? What, what, factors do I need to incorporate to make this situation better? So 
that's more what I'm, that's when I do things based on actual facts. And then I go back and fix things based on actual facts. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. So people in the world, YouTube people that have gone on a journey on their own hair. And I'm not saying that that's necessarily like, sometimes you got to do that because the information is just not out there. Now the information is getting becoming more and more out there because, because well, social media, duh. But that just, it, they don't, they didn't get the learning that I got or that any professional got to understand why xyz does what it does why abc doesn't do what it doesn't what you want it to do da, 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 da. so they're just trying some things out yeah and i and i 100 get that because i have done those things as well of course i'm also not on social media telling everybody about my journey but that's a, a different story i think my point was that or or is that you know, it, it's great to go on a journey. I think that's something a lot of us need to do in a lot of areas of our life. But to then be on social media proclaiming this as truth, yes, or as 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 the right way to do something, I think that's a little presumptuous. You know, what's your qualification? What's your background? What are your you know standards that you're working with that make you a qualified person to tell me? this is the way you should do things. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I've just, so I've become frustrated. Uh, how can I put this diplomatically? <laughs> Maybe there is no diplomatic way to put this. I've not just become frustrated with the, the quote unquote beauty gurus that, have gone on a journey that have that have said I'm a beauty guru <laughs> because I because today I want to be a, a beauty guru and I know how to do a really great makeup look and my skin's really great and my hair is really great and I take really good photos and I take really good reels and and I have great marketing and PR PR people or whatever the case is so so I'm frustrated with them to a, to a certain degree. Some of these people do actually, I will say, some of these people do actually have like, oh God, what's that girl's name? A lot of these people are young. Jacqueline Hill, I think is her name. And she is a more in the makeup space. Mm -hmm. And yes, she's a makeup artist. She was a makeup artist. Right. Okay, I don't have a problem with her whatever you kind of branch off into other things and do other things and da, 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 da. okay fine whatever but makeup is her wheelhouse she was a makeup artist and that that's her wheelhouse okay fine it's these people that are like i like i follow this lady and i don't know that she gives a ton of advice per se she i just like her she's on youtube and I think her name is Marnie. I'll have to look her up in a second. But she's like, this is what I took with me on vacation. And this is why I liked it. And this is what I would do again. And okay, I can get down with that. I think that's a slightly different scenario. Right. Um, 
you know, of saying, hey, like, this is, this is, these are the things I really like. This is like, we were talking during the, the sheet chat this week about Real Housewives and uh, <laughs> Real Housewives. I follow, uh, reluctantly, I started following, I can't really think of her name right now. And I've been talking about her so much. Oh my gosh, I cannot remember her name right now. The one who's behind the skinny. Oh, Bethany Frankel. Anthony Frankel. Thank you. Anyways, oh, I, ask me. I know who they are. No, I follow her on TikTok. Uh-huh. She has become. She's funny. She's uh, funny as heck. She has become an unofficial beauty guru. Any <laughs> advice? Her TikToks are so hilarious. They're 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 so funny, and I like I said, I'm just very reluctant to follow her because I'm not a big. Fa- I was never a big fan of Bethany Frankel, where my best friend has loved her for a long time, but I was just like. I, I can't get into these real housewives, but I was watching a TikTok and she was talking so much about these beauty products she liked and, what, and just being so frank about it. I, I ended up following her and then fell down a rabbit hole of watching all of these videos that she did because they're so straightforward. She's like, I like this. I don't like this. I got this from the drugstore. This like, look, this is so great. This is giving me life. This is just not up to the level. Like it was... It's very real and just like raw and honest. She's and not trying to tell you that she's a freaking yeah. whatever. Yep, yeah. she's not coming off as like I'm a certified makeup artist or the I'm, ceramides in this are da 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 da. She's, she's just, just like I like this. I don't like this. Her camera is saying I really like this one. This one feels kind of. It's just like you were talking to a friend who's yeah. like the tea on what they tried. Yes. Yeah, and I feel like there's a difference between that and a lot of, particularly in the beauty space, people who are like, "Listen to me, I know what I'm talking about." Yeah, here's what you have to do. Yes, yes, agreed, agreed. I it's funny that you mention her because it's fucking hilarious. My client came in one day, and we always talk about all kinds of beauty things, right? And so, because my clients like. You turned me into a junkie. And I was like, I'm sorry. So so she's like, have you seen Bethany Frankel? And I was like, she's like, oh my God. She was talking about the best skincare products at Trader Joe's. Yes. And I, and the way she did it, she's like, this one is shit. This one is <laughs> It's like the quickest reviews ever. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, that's what I like, man. And she's like, this one, this one's great. And apparently it sold out at Trader Joe's because she said it was great, this moisturizer that I've yet to purchase. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, crap. So, and then I think later on, somewhere down the way on a TikTok or whatever, it's back in stock. (laughs) But I haven't found it yet. But I don't go to Trader Joe's regularly, but... I, I I was like, oh my God. So it was just so funny because she, see, I don't think she's trying to pass off as an expert. No, she's not. 100%. She doesn't even think of herself as like a beauty influencer. She just mm-hmm. knows that she kind of is because TikTok has deemed her one, but she's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> she's like, she's not trying to say, I'm a beauty guru. Listen to the things that I have to say. Right. by based on my recommendation now 
in the food space, I will say she is an expert. That is her expertise. It is her expertise. So different story, right? But so I don't really have a problem with people that are doing that. Like the mar- the girl that I can't find right now and Bethany and people that are like, these are the things that I do. They work for me. This is why I like them. Da, 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 da. It's more of these people that are giving advice. I, I, I'm trying to like put this succinctly. It's, it's these people that are giving advice. And then when I see the advice, I'm like, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> that is the worst fucking idea. Why do you think these types of people are, are doing that? Is it just plain ignorance? Wow, that's a good question. I guess it would depend on the thing that they're saying. <laughs> it would depend on the thing that they're saying. I think some people don't know. Well, okay, let me let me backtrack. Some of these people work for a company or they're like part of an MLM, which I don't really give a shit. You have an MLM, you work for a company, everybody has something to peddle. I don't give a crap. It doesn't it, it's of no consequence to me. There's some MLM products that are great. I sell one. I think it's great. I bought other MLM products. I think they're great. I bought products from everywhere. Like, it doesn't matter. I bought the most expensive products that are shit. And I bought the least expensive products that are fabulous. So is of no consequence. Like, I am I am not discriminatory in that way. Uh, like, as far as price is concerned, just because it's expensive doesn't mean it's good. And just because it comes from an MLM doesn't mean it's shit. And just because it's from whatever company doesn't mean it's great. So that is of no consequence to me. But I think what ends up happening is they get the information enough, quote unquote, information for whatever product or company that they're pushing, peddling, and they take that as gospel Mm. instead of having the real knowledge to back it up yeah and i feel like the the that kind of information does get disseminated around the internet as truth a lot of times yes yeah 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 yeah. problem it's a problem it's a problem so that's one issue i have i guess that's that's one issue that i have is self-proclaimed gurus yeah i think i think some of these people are passing themselves off as being more professional as they are which leads me to a a a quick question when do we when does somebody become a professional oh So, so for instance i know there's a lot of makeup artists who start without any any background yeah just yeah start doing makeup and they learn over time and they become whatever like i was listening like recently i can't remember what his name is i'm terrible at remembering stuff anyways i was listening to a podcast recently of a makeup artist who started exactly like that back in the 80s just kind of doing different things with some friends blah blah, blah. one thing led to another now he's this big celebrity makeup artist 
But when do we pass that line that we can trust them as like as professionals? This is a good. I mean, it's easy. It's easy. Well, it's not even easy with that, but at least you do have some certification. Like a hairstylist, again, like they could have learned and been very professional before they actually even got to passing a exam or whatever that you have to have to be a hairdresser. But at least the certification says, hey, I'm hairdresser. And then I have some knowledge to be able to do this. But like, you know, there's there are a lot of like beauty spaces where you don't really have to be licensed to do anything. And yet we do have some professionals in the space, clearly. Where do we yeah. make that line? Yeah, this is a this is a great and valid question. Cause when when do you cross the line of being a professional? I don't know that there's an actual it's line in the sand that says at this many hours, <laughs> minutes, seconds, voila, you are said professional. I I don't know that that exists per se. And because it exists either. No, no. Because, because there, are, there are people that we've been like talking about who would have tons of hours and still be very unprofessional. Correct. And I think too, because like I, I work with, have worked with a lot of hairdressers over my 25 years of, of being in the industry and working behind the chair and working for a color company and teaching, uh, traveling and teaching other hairstylists that sometimes when I'm teaching these other hairstylists who have quote unquote, you know, have worked in the industry longer than I have, and should be more quote-unquote professional experience than me i'm teaching them a class and i'm like wait you don't know the most basic thing you don't have a a very like you don't have a grasp of the most basic thing that you need this is a foundational piece of information that you should have ingrained into your like psyche <laughs> like you should just be like wake up and know this thing and you and and I have to explain it to you like it's the first time you've ever heard it but you've been doing hair and you have clients and doing clients longer than me hold up <laughs> hold up so does that make you like yes technically for all intents and purposes you are a professional right people are paying you you work at a job, people trust you, but you don't know things that I really believe a professional should really know. So I know people like that. And I'm like, wow, this is some crazy shit. And I see it all over the industry. I've seen it all over the country. I've been in hair shows all over the country and I, I've talked to all kinds of hairdressers and I'm like, you do not know this. This is foundational, baby. This is like, this is beauty school shit. And you don't know this. Okay. 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 That's concerning, obviously. Yeah. But technically they're professional, right? right? And then, and then I know people that are just new into the industry, maybe haven't even graduated beauty school yet, are not technically professional and they have a better grasp than sometimes I do. And I'm like, wow, you're doing great. You know, you're, you're doing great because I forgot this thing or I did, you know, whatever. So 
Yeah, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I think it's hard to know too. As a, as a personal stylist, there's no, I mean. There's there, no. There is no governing Shingle, body. shingle, you can, I mean, you can't hang in the shade. You, you technically are hanging a shingle yeah. on your online virtual world that says, I am Tuesday, a virtual stylist, yeah. fabulous, hire me. Kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's no like governing body that makes me a professional. Correct. I'm professional because I've been doing this for 17 years. And I, and and because I make it my job to hone my craft, I just, I just thing this, this weekend that I was just like, oh, this is going to like this, this, this like layers on top of the knowledge that I already have. It wasn't like foundational stuff. It was like, it was layers on the knowledge that you have layers on the knowledge that I already have, but you're right. Like there are some basics that like, you just need to know. You just wake up knowing. Yeah. You just wake up knowing this is how this works. This is. These are the things you just need to know. Which I will say, that is a good point that you make Tuesday because maybe that is what makes you a professional is that you have this very base layer of knowledge, very found, uh, not base layer, but very good grasp of foundational knowledge in your profession, right? In your field. Yes. As do I. And then... Throughout the years, you keep honing that, you keep learning to create, to be more creative, per yeah. se, to help your clients, to, you keep learning. You're not, what, there's a saying that I used to say to my students when I would go teach classes. Have you been learning? So you've been a hairstylist for X amount of years, 10, 15, 20, 25, whatever amount, 30 years. Have you been learning? Have you been learning new things and and practicing those new things over the last 10, 15, 20, 30 years? Or have you been learning the same thing that you learned at year one and still doing? So do you have 30 years of practice? Or are you just have one year? practicing for 30 years right so you're practicing there there's I think to be a professional you you are constantly honing your crafts I I think I think the best professionals will admit that they are constantly learning something new trying some new technique I mean you all can't see it here this is audio but behind me is a mannequin and in my downtime I am styling and restyling, trying to figure out new ways to put outfits together. If I see something in a magazine, I'm like, oh, maybe I can recreate that somehow based on what I have here. And like, I'm constantly trying to make myself a better and better stylist. And I love reading and educating myself on all things fashion, not just like the trends you see in the magazine, but, you know, there's new or different formulations of, you know, how clothing should, you know, be worn on the frame, you know, different ways of draping things. I'm constantly watching other stylists who I think are professionals talk about, you know, how they fix certain 
style issues or whatever. It's fascinating to me. I love to learn it. And then I, you know, I try to like kind of recreate it in my own outfits or whatever, because I think that's part of the gig. Yeah, it is part of the gig. I'm disseminating, not just like the basic stuff, but then I'm disseminating information that is relevant, that is timely, truthful. I, I, w- I want I want the people who work with me and who interact with me to get the best information that's available so that they look and feel their best. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so then I don't lead them down a path that's like, they go home and they're like, that girl's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't work. I do not know what the hell is happening. I think like, like currently I'm experimenting with a new color concept i guess is the best i I don't well i don't know if it's a new color chemistry i'm still really researching this but i found out about a new color line and a a couple of color lines have them already but it's a 10 minute color process and it helps i i'm personally using it for great coverage it processes in 10 to 15 minutes so my current color line processes in 40 to 45 minutes so this is a significant time savings and so I was like, oh, this is a thing. This is a real thing. Let me let me try this. I wanna I wanna look into this. So I did a little bit of research and and I asked some other hairdressers that I know and I went on some forums and I asked some questions and okay, cool. And then I bought some and I used it on myself first because I'm gonna be my first my first guinea pig. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. It's like this, I, you know, I formulated to, I asked some questions and I did some research and I was like, okay, let me just go up. Let me do this. Let me do that. Change my formula a little bit from my regular formula and colored my hair. And I was like, hmm, not too shabby. I like the coverage that I got. Awesome. So, and then my husband was like, oh, you colored your hair. He's like, that did better than your last, the color that you use the last time and I was like shit I think so too so if he noticed and I noticed that's that's good okay cool so since I got a very good I and I saw some things where I'm like oh I got to change this with my formula or that or whatever okay cool that's just that's just futzing with the formula that's not a problem but overall I liked my end result and I'm like since I got a very good end result I'm gonna start playing with this on other clients so I knew kind of who I could play with and who who I could test it test it out on. And so I have this one client, she's very light blonde. And so I went and I picked out some colors that I thought would be best. And in my head, I was like, okay, I'm gonna really hope for the best here, but it may be a little too dark. Like, and by too dark, I mean like a half a shade, but like enough that she would notice, but, We'll we'll just see how it goes. And I did tell her, she's like, yeah, man, you can experiment on me. It's totally fine. This is great. 10 minutes. This is awesome. So we used it on her. She left. She had to leave early that day. She had an emergency. So she could, I couldn't blow dry her hair. So she had a, a family emergency. She had to leave. And so she texts me like the next day and she's like, Yvonne, I have like this. She texts me a picture. It's kind of dark and da, 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 da. And I was like, okay. I was concerned that might happen. No problem. Come on this day. I'll, I'll fix it. It's, it's a super easy fix. So the thing is, I kind of thought that this might happen to her. I was hoping for the best. 
And I kind of thought that might happen. It's a toss-up. It's literal 50-50 chance. And so the tone was exactly where I wanted it to be. It was just a tad darker than we both wanted it to be. Okay. And so I know I know what the problem is. I can't use this color line on her. It doesn't go light. It's not light enough for her. So she's going to have to have the 45-minute processing time. Okay, you're stuck with me, which good thing she likes me and I like her, right? But <laughs> I thought, okay, this is what the problem is. And this is these now I know was which I kind of thought in my head. I can only use it on these levels of hair color. It's not a problem. That's fine. And so I can't use it on these people. Again, then that's fine. It's not a problem. It's going to help about a third of my clients save time. And it's going to save me time on a third of my clients. That's great. It's still great. And it's still doing what I wanted to do. I still have another color line that I want to try out and see if I like theirs better than this other color line. So I'm still in my experimentation phase, but at least I know the general of like who I can use it on. Okay, awesome. Well, then she comes in on that Friday and I do my thing. And then she was like, oh, I thought I was going to be in here for like two and a half hours. I was like, oh no, man, this is an easy fix. Totally easy fix. She's like, wow, you really do know what you're doing. And I was like, no, I knew where I'm. And, and it wasn't that she just thought, oh, she, it's too dark. I'm going to be here for two and a half hours. And she didn't know, you know, she just, she trusts me. She'd been my client like 12, 13, 14 years, some long ass time like that. But she's like, oh, wow. Okay. She was just surprised that it, that it happened so fast. And, and I said, yeah, it's because I knew what went wrong so I know how to fix it right so I think it's that maybe it's two layers like you keep honing your craft you're not practicing one thing for 30 years right right you're 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 constantly adding new layers and new ideas and new and and talking to mentors and working with people and, and experimenting, but also knowing that if something went wrong, you can go back and say, I know where it went wrong. Maybe that's what it is, but there's no time. I don't think there's a, there's a quote-unquote one year and five days and 22 minutes. I think it's the level of knowledge that has to be reached, but there's no time frame in which you might or might not reach that level of knowledge. Because like you said, you could be a person who learned something in year one and just kept repeating that same year one knowledge, year one knowledge over and over, over and over and over. And I don't know if I consider that person to be as much of a professional as I would somebody else who kept honing their craft over time so that they could give their their clients the best possible outcome right exactly so and you know you could really hustle and get a lot of knowledge quickly and you could just really immerse yourself in that thing right or you could just you know slowly do this over time and keep practicing and and maybe you'd learn one really, learn that thing and know it and then move to the next one. It's just how anybody's learning 
style is, I guess. Absolutely. I mean, I can use myself as an example. I mean, it took, I mean, my, my, my style knowledge has evolved over time. I'm a, I'm a person who like simmers and things and just keeps adding and adding and adding. But I was, I was a, a manager of other stylists when I was in bridal. And that meant immersing those stylists into all the information that I had slowly gathered very quickly. Now, some people don't get it very quick, but I had one stylist in particular, I remember, who like threw herself into the knowledge. She read all the books. She did all the things online. She, you know, would listen to people talk about fit and and how to style different body types. I mean, she just threw herself. Fabric and all these things. Yeah, Yeah, all the things. And in no time flat, she, I would, I would have called her a professional and it didn't take her the, you know, years that it, it took me to get to my level of knowledge. And I mean, I think she's still honing her craft, but she caught up, she got, she got caught up really quick. You know what I'm saying? She like, yeah, so she could catch up. So yeah, you're right. I, I don't think it, it's a matter of time. It's a matter of knowledge. Yeah. and and caring to keep keep doing that yes. keep keep growing so yeah so tell tell us about your your experiences with with people who are perhaps not as professional as they should be okay so, okay. So before I tell you about this experience and I, well, and, and I've had quite, this is the mate, the last one that happened, but had a few other, not as, I guess this one has impacted me more. Well, I don't know. Impacted. Impacted is not the right word. It just has really pissed me off more. Let's just, it's just made me real. Well, there's clearly something about this, inter- this particular interaction that has hit you in the heart a little bit harder than maybe some others right so there's that person but then I also have the people just in the world just the people in the world (laughs) that I recently had this experience where okay there's a lot of DIYers out there of course of course there's a lot of DIYers out there you know whatever and they think they can color their hair and do all these things so I recently had this two different experiences and these are pretty quick stories. So I'll kind of talk about these. So had this mom, love her. She's great. And (laughs) so funny, which I was like, wow, that's brave. She's like, my daughter bleached her hair and her dad let her. And I was like, oh, okay. That's, that's a thing. (laughs) That's the thing that happened. And I was like, wow. She's like, this was not my idea. But this was her dad, her dad, she wanted to do it. And her dad said, okay. And so, cause it's just hair. And I was like, wow. And so she's like, is there any way you can help? What can I do? And I said, well, she showed me a picture and I was like, well, it's not that super horrible. And, and so she's like, no, it's not bad. She's like, but it's kind of bad. She's like, it's, it's not great. I said, okay. And I said, well, there's two different things you could do. I said, we could do, I said, you could bring her in. And I could lighten her roots and I could do it with a high lift color and 
tone the rest and then she'll be blonde and then you could just buy the color for me because I've already formulated it. Just continue to buy the color for me. Don't worry about going to Sally's. You're a longtime customer. She's like, oh my God, you would do that for me. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Because you're not going to bring your daughter in here every four to six weeks at 140 bucks a pop. You're a 13 year old daughter. Like I understand you're going to do it for yourself. But you're not going to do that for your daughter. Right, right. Totally understandable. And, and nor would I probably if I was in your situation. And she's like, oh my God, that's amazing. And I said, yeah, it's fine. You. We, we could do that. And she's like, okay. And so then she said, okay. So she made an appointment, brought her in and we talked and I said, okay, well, here's, what do you want to do? Like we could do this and then, but you're not going to be as light as you, you wanted to be at the beginning because we're not going to bleach your roots. We're not going to do any of those things because I can do that, but it's, it's a lot of technique and practice to do this and for your mom and dad to do this and you have a lot of hair and it takes practice and and patience in yeah. order to I need to keep it simple if she's yeah we, I would like to keep it simple for your parents and so and for yourself and I said so we could do this not you're only going to get to here but you know that's what we could do and then your mom can just buy the color for me. And then you guys can apply it every four weeks, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, and I said, or I can do like a root smudge. So then that way you look more ombre. I can throw some highlights in the front that grow out very easily, super easily. They look, and then when they grow out, they look grown out. They, that's the way they're supposed to look. And maybe every six months, you know, you get a birthday gift or a Christmas gift with some highlights and a tone and, you know, this kind of thing or whatever. And, and this is kind of what it's going to look like. It's not going to look exactly like this, but it's going to be very inspired by this. And, and you'll, you'll look very much like the girls on Instagram. And so, you know, not exactly what everybody wants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is whatever. Not exactly. You're not going to exactly like look like the girls on Instagram, but it's going to be inspired by. You have to go with that. And so she chose that option. Okay, cool. So I did it. And she loved it. She's like, oh my God, I do look like the girls on Instagram. And it, <laughs> and it was great. And her mom was like, this is amazing. I feel, she's like, I feel like you're right. This is going to exactly grow out. She's not going to have this weird line of demarcation. And I said, and honestly, if she does, this is what you're going to do. We're still going to tone it. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. If you need to buy a toner, just let me know. Buy it for me. I'll tell you how to do it. It'll be super easy. But you won't have to do that for a while. She's like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Okay, cool. She leaves. So that was one example of a person. See, she trusted me, though. And she came to me because she knew that her daughter and her husband were not pros and they effed it up and she didn't want her daughter walking around like this in in eighth grade and so she came to a pro and trusted what the pro said right yes. so an example of somebody who did what they should have yeah well you know they did they did whatever they did to themselves and then went to a pro to fix it yeah, <laughs> because, I, mean, I, I mean okay you've probably never done this but who amongst the rest of us who are not hairstylists have not box dyed our hair or done something like that yeah i've never box dyed my hair i will admit it never have but i have <laughs> yes, of course and you know and for whatever reason i mean i've never screwed it up but i know lots of people do 
and then you're trying to figure out how to fix it well obviously the the best thing to do is to go to a pro and let yeah them. don't keep trying to fix it yourself don't try to keep fixing yourself just go to the go to a pro yeah but, exactly yeah and especially when you're like 13 yeah that's a that's a thing yeah yeah <laughs> and, you know, and you and you had some and you had some parental buy-in to yes. this <laughs> so you know so okay fine so that was one experience that I had. Then the second experience I had was I got a text from a friend that said, hey, can I bring my niece when I come with me this Thursday? And can you put a toner in her hair? She sends me a picture. And I said, oh, yeah, did she do it? Her I said, yeah, that's fine. Bring her. Did she do it herself? And she said, she said, no, she said. Um, hold on one second. Let me look it up because I want to read what it said. I'm not going to give out any name. She sent me a picture and I said, did she do it herself? Yep, you can bring her. And she said they had a gal that went to beauty school and does her friend's hair on the side do it. And so I looked at the picture. It's pretty brassy, orangey. And I'm like, yeah, that's what you get when you go that route. And I had that's the Paul. That's an example of somebody who got first year experience and never. And I don't even know if she got any experience beyond beauty school from what this. Yeah, I can't know. I don't know exactly. Yeah. Right. So then and then she says, right. And I said, what does she use on her? Does she just want it toned out or darker toned up? She wants it blonde. Got it. OK. So that was that. So she brings her in, and I, I think when I saw the picture, I was just like, oh, yeah, that's fine, whatever, whatever. And then I see, and then she comes in, I was like, oh, this is worse than I thought it was. Okay, this is what's happening. So I was like, and then we're talking to the mom, because this is my friend's niece, and we're talking to the mom on FaceTime, and she's like, but she wants it blonde. And I'm like, I understand that, but this is what's happening here. Like, what? tell me what she used on her. Well, she tried to do a balayage. Okay. I, I, okay, I see. That. I, I see what you're saying. It did not look like that. And, but I see where she watched a video. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. She watched the video. And, and I was asking Denise, how long was this bleach on your hair? It was bleach, 45 minutes tops. I was like, okay, this is why you only got tear. And then she tried to tone it. And then she, she told me to use purple shampoo. I was like, yep, that's not going to help. <laughs> and and then she told me that she's going to tone it, but she needed to get a purple toner. I was like, yep, that's not going to help either. But okay, like, yeah, just, just whatever. What, you know, I'm just listening. So we're talking to the mom on FaceTime. She wants it blonde. Can you make it blonder? Nope. A toner does not make a toner does not make hair blonder. That is not a thing that it does. It cannot lighten hair. Well, she wants it like this. She showed me the the Instagram or Pinterest, whichever one you want. This is what she was trying to do. Didn't look anything like any any way, shape, or form like the inspiration picture. And I said, she's like, can you do that? And I said. Well, here's the thing. I can do that. I cannot do that today. That is a literal eight-hour process. 
it's probably a four hour process to begin with. But now that I have this, it's an eight hour process yeah. because now I'm fixing, I'm not starting from scratch. Right. So you're, you're asking me to do some other thing and not damage her hair. So yeah, this is like an eight hour process to fix it. So no, I don't have that time today. So these are the things that I could do. I could just put a toner on it and she's going to be a little bit darker, but she's going to be, it's not going to be literal, it's not going to be like orange. Well, she has to be blonde. How come you can't just do this and questioning? And I'm like, that's not a thing. Because that's not how this works. And she's like, but she, she, that's why she said she watched a video. No, and I make you a pro. And I said, well, here's the deal. I have taught this technique to other hairdressers when I taught hair classes. I not only know how to do this i've taught other people to do this and have spent a five hour five to six hour class teaching other hairstylists to do this so not only did i spend eight hours learning how to do it plus 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 when i first learned how to do it i have now honed over the years this concept because now i've spent six hours teaching these people and these people and these people and these people and every time I taught it I also taught myself something new right during this process yeah and so I taught myself better ways easier ways better formulations all these different things over the years so no I didn't just watch a video for however long you watched a video that's not enough just to watch the video and Mm-mm. you've learned yeah. everything there is to know yeah and ha- but how come you she couldn't get her that blonde but you say you can well because i know what i'm doing i don't i didn't know what the right answer was tuesday i'm like it's because i know what i'm doing yeah clearly what happened was you took the, you your daughter went to this person who didn't know what they were doing they claimed they knew what they were doing Clearly, they didn't by the outcome. And now you're here with a professional. And, right. But now you also have the audacity to question my my professional opinion. Right. If that's the case, you are free to go watch your video and do it yourself at your own risk. Correct. And fix your 11-year-old daughter's problem. Because this is not my problem. No. She wants to be blonde. She is not blonde. I've seen the picture. It was yeah. not blonde. It was very orange. <laughs> yeah. I sent yeah. a picture saying, I just spent the last two hours doing this. Yeah. Before, after. It's a noticeable. It was, first of all, I have, I just, I need everybody to understand that the difference between the before and after was freaking phenomenal. Yvonne, like, I would, I, I know, obviously I know you, so I would never question your professionalism, but if you had seen this photo, nobody else would question it either. It was, you did a phenomenal job on this young woman's hair because it was, it was ratchet. (laughs) (laughs) 
was ratchet. I'm sorry. So, so I will be post. I I did ask if okay. I could post the before and and the after picture because I was like I am taking an after picture of this, and I did say that I was going to post it, and they were all fine with that. But I'm not going to post the details or whatever. So yeah. you'll yeah. just have to see it when it comes out on my social media on Enlighten AZ. I'm not telling anybody when I'm posting it, but it will come up and you will know. <laughs> you will, you it, was, will. it was such a drastic difference. You could just, it, it was, yeah, it was phenomenal. So, so I say, okay, how about this? How about I put some foils in the front, give her this, what they call this money piece in the front. I'm going to do a root smudge so I can like try to fix this line of demarcation so that as it grows out, she doesn't have horrible, she doesn't have even worse line of demarcation. And then I'm going to tone the end so that they're not orange. How does this sound? This is, this is a, again, let me show you a picture. It's not going to look like this, but it's going to be in the inspiration of this. You're going to have these front pieces that are going to be very light. They're going to fall around your face. You're going to feel lighter. You're going to feel blonder and your roots going to be a little darker and it's going to fade into a nice, pretty blonde. That's not as blonde as you'd like it to be, but still blonde and not, and definitely not orange. <laughs> How do you feel about that? So we went back and forth for a long time and we decided on that option. And she's like, but she wants to be blonde. She wants to be blonde. Yep. Yep. I understand that. So I go in, put the foils in the front. Well, and then we get, we keep getting calls along the way. How come she can't be blonde? How come this? How come that? And I'm like, how come it didn't work before? Look, I don't have time to explain to you why it didn't work before, but there's a reason why. And I know it. And I'm not going to tell you why, because I don't have to, number one. Number two, I don't have the wherewithal. And number three, I don't, uh, why am I going to waste my time when I don't even think you're going to believe me anyway? So whatever. Also, like, I'm not going to break down the scientific reasons why this thing didn't work. What do you mean, why didn't it work? Why don't you ask the stylist who screwed up her hair in the first place why it didn't work? Yeah, she should know. Well, she just left you in the lurch right now because she hasn't called you back. That's why you're in my chair. So, you know, I'm processing it. It's taking time like a two-hour process to fix this thing that I didn't even mess up quite frankly and so she, you know she's showing her like pictures while she's processing it looks dark it looks dark it looks dark my mom's worried because it looks dark yep 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 and then I start to second guess myself because now I'm just like it's in my head and I'm like fuck is it too dark oh my god oh my god but I'm like nope just keep going down your path stop letting these people freak you out like enough 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 tune it out Yvonne because it's hard you're trying to do your job you're trying to you know almost like oh my god so wash it all out it's beautiful it's beautiful it's exactly the way I thought it was going to come out and I took a picture of her and she loved it and it looked lovely and so we sent the pictures to the mom and the mom was like oh my god it's amazing she posted it on her social media and it was funny because one of the comments on there was Oh, does she lighten her hair? Because I thought that when I saw her this morning, which was the orange this morning, I thought it looked lighter. And I was like, bitch, please. It did not look like that. Thank you. It did not look like that. It was such a palatable difference. 
And after that, I was just like, I have the back. Yeah. And it was a palatable difference. Like, I'm like, I do not get paid enough for this, <laughs> for this shit that I deal with. <laughs> so anyways, you work that was magic. that. You work magic. Yes. And I, yes, exactly. And then, you know, like, like I said, my client that I, that I technically messed up, I fixed her in 10 minutes and she's like, oh shit, I thought I was going to be here for two and a half hours, which is a valid point. She could have been there for two and a half hours, but I knew how to fix it, whatever, whatever. And she was like, oh yeah, this is exactly the way it looked like. This is what it's supposed to look like. I'm like, yep, yep, yep. Okay, cool. So I'm sorry, like, sorry, Pammy, you're back to your 45 minute process. She's like, all right, it is what it is, right? So that's one thing. So, so I sent myself these things because I knew we were going to be on this topic today. Part of me that like wants to out this person, but I don't know if this is a good idea or not. <laughs> well, let's, let's, let's talk through it anonymously first and then okay. decide how, whether or not we should, we should, we should bring this person's account to light. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because it may it may be that as we're talking through it, we get some better understanding of maybe why this person's behaving the way they are and or maybe not. Okay. So there's this lady on the the Instagram <laughs> and she sells a brand of makeup that's very popular right now. It's an MLM product. I actually considered being a a person for it as well, because I like their products, but I went with a different company, which at this point, I'm really glad that I do did that now because now I'm like, oh, these are the kind of people that are part of the company and this is what they're teaching their people. So, okay, great. So, or letting their people, and maybe they're not teaching their people this. I shouldn't say that because maybe they're not, but they're letting them put information out there anyways. Right. Okay. So she does this reel that is showing how to quote unquote fix your makeup like in the tin because it's all cream based and how to make the tins better back to new, I guess. And the way that she's doing it is perfectly fine. She lays them out on a baking sheet, puts them on top of the, puts them on top of the stove and heats from underneath and they, kind of all flatten out again so like you know your brush so essentially because i've seen this reel essentially what's happening is you know if you hit pan on a on a cream or any product but on a cream product and it gets to the like edges it can be hard to get out she gives you this method by which you can like make the stuff that's on the edges kind of like melt towards the middle so that way you have a better palette to work with yeah and you're using all your products Fair enough. So the way she, she, she's showing how to do this is fine. But she shows in this, she shows in this reel or yeah, in this reel, she says, because this is like, Yvonne sent me a message about this, about this reel after I had already seen it. And I just was like, you, but okay, go. I didn't know that. I didn't know Tuesday had seen it. I didn't know that, but this, this lady, she says, oh, and so she's like, you, in order to get it like, I didn't say smoother together, whatever, all flat again, I guess. She's like, take one of these sticks. And she's like, you know, you find, 
one of these lollipop sticks that your kids leave laying around and use it to like smooth out your your little palate. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, fuck, that's so gross. So gross. Because first of all, okay, children, they have sticky little hands. They put, they leave and put things everywhere as children do. And she's like, and I don't know. I was like, I don't know if she's joking or if she's serious, but I thought she was serious based on the stick that I actually saw her using. But she was like, yeah, you know, your kids leave these lollipop sticks lying around house. Just use one of these to like stir the, there's the formula so that, you know, it would like spread evenly, you know, across the little mini pan or whatever. And I was just like, oh, oh, I can't believe she's like putting her kids like spitty little popsicle stick or whatever that's been laying around yeah i don't wear she's not gonna put on her face like that that grossed me out and like what plus you're heating you're heating something you're heating something and your bacteria will grow within heat so i learned this in sanitation i I learned this something we even need to like have a full-on discussion like isn't shouldn't this be common knowledge I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe that's another podcast. I'm unsure. But so I see this reel and I say, please, 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 please use a sterile stick to stir. Please, exclamation point. To which she responds, girl, it's my makeup, dot, dot, dot. My hands aren't sterile, ha, 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 dot, dot, dot. You're a silly goose, dot, dot, dot. They aren't performing surgery. They are going on my face. Laughy face emoji. Wait, wait a minute. Okay, there's so much to unpack here. It's, it's not surgery. It's going on my face. Your face has pores on it. Your face has your eyes, your mouth, your nose. You're going to risk putting germs into the, like that's why we wash makeup brushes that's why we encourage you to switch out your mascara every so this is why we tell you not to share uh, products that you put your fingers in this is why we say wash your hands before you do things on your face am i missing something here i don't i don't know i don't know so i got that response and i was so incensed Part of it was ego. I'm not going to lie. Part of it was ego. <laughs> okay. A huge, a huge part of it was ego. I'm being fair to this person. A huge part of it was ego. And the second part, well, I mean, I guess that was like 90% of it, really. Uh, <laughs> and then the other 10% was just like, bitch, I, I'm not, I, I'm, I didn't. I'm just saying, like, my comment was, please, please, please use a sterile stick to stir. Please. It wasn't like, hey, dumb fuck, that's fucking gross. Don't do that. You're a sick pig. (laughs) Now, mind you, I wasn't the only person that kind of tried to throw this advice. Okay. Some of other people were like, use a clean stick, use this, use that. I don't know what her response was to that, but this was my comment to her. Okay. The the two literal two sentences. Mm-hmm. And so she says what she says. 
and I see it and I respond. So <laughs> I had responded, I'm a cosmetologist, parentheses, for 25 years, not a silly goose. Thank you. I'm saying use a clean stick to stir. You don't know what bacteria is on your hands that can get into your makeup onto your precious face. If you learned about sanitation like I did, you'd 100% take more precautions, but you do you. And I blew a little, like, I did the emoji with the kiss blow whatever thing. Okay. And then this other girl says, her face, her decision, you're being a silly goose. I was like, don't call me a silly goose. I'm a cosmetologist for 25 years. And so then this lady responds to the lady that was defending her that says, ha ha, thanks lady, so funny. I appreciate her taking the time to engage. Laughing face emoji. This is so funny to me, dot, dot, dot. I'm not putting these tins on any else, anyone else, cray lady. Yep, miss that quote unquote sanitation class in nursing school. You're awesome for chiming in. So this lady responds to the lady that defended her. So I respond to the lady that defended her. Yep, that's what I said. She can do what she wants. But when she gets an infection, which 100% can happen, that's on her. Like hands up emoji. I'm tired of arguing. I know what I know because of my 25 years of cosmetology experience. But yeah, I know nothing. So that is when I said it's. I responded to to the lady, I was going to say her name, <laughs> I responded to the lady who was responding to her, her person that was defending her saying, it's really disrespectful to call me Cray. Right. I've been working in this, in the cosmetology industry, working on clients, blah, blah, blah. And so, okay, so apparently what I don't know is that this lady went to nursing school. So if you went to nursing school, why are you using some gross, bad dick that is left by your kids that your kids have sucked on and left to be wherever? Yeah. And so I don't care if you're not putting it on anybody else. And quite frankly, I don't know that you're not putting it on anybody else because you are representing this company that you are doing tutorials on. And you have a lot of tins. You have a lot of tins on this on this baking sheet. Are all of those yours? Maybe they are. Maybe they're not. I don't know. I don't know that you're not using it on anybody else. And you still can give yourself an infection. I've seen this is this is how people get infections all the time. Mostly because of unclean makeup. So yeah, so you could do that. And if you're a nurse, you should know that and stop being disrespectful to me because I don't know any of these things. You're an, it doesn't say that you're a nurse on your bio because let me tell you, I did look before I commented. Okay. It doesn't say you're a nurse on your bio. It says that you're this, 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 and this representative for this particular company and that you'll do a free color match. Okay, great. That's all great. I don't care about any of those things. I don't know that you're a nurse. I don't know anything about that. And people, you're doing this video 
And people are going to do, people are like, oh, cool. I can do that. Let me just grab this whatever. Yeah, whatever I have lying around and just stir the sap and and do the thing. And it, and that's that's bad information. It's harmful information, as a matter of fact. Exactly. What should have really actually been said was like, oh, yeah, like find a clean stick to stir this with, you know, so that you don't get an eye infection and kept on with the, with the video. Exactly. Like, there was, you know, when I was watching the video initially, there was this part of me that was like, she's got to be kidding. Like, this is a joke. Like, she's making a joke. This is supposed to be funny. Ha ha. But. I saw the stick because I watched the video several times because I was just like, that is so gross. I saw the stick she was using and she she did stir and it was just like, ew. Like, I think that's an actual like lollipop stick that she's using. That's gross. But, you know, I'm not the person to be commenting on stuff, first of all, because I'm just like, whatever, you you do whatever, but I won't be like watching any more of your videos. Or, and I, I don't think I, I even follow this lady. I think she just came up you know, like in my stream. And so I'm definitely not following you and ew. And her, and it's just like, I don't know. But then you said, then you posted the video and your commentary. And I was like, go Yvonne, tell her like, this is unsanitary. This is not clean. This is not good. But this, this whole conversation reminds me of, there's, I guess there's like a trend on TikTok of like, am I the asshole? Essentially like people posting stuff you know, where they feel like they were justified in what they were doing. And they're asking like, well, hey, am I in the wrong here? And I feel like this is that conversation. And I 100% believe you were not in the wrong. It was a simple comment of like, hey, maybe you might want to think about using a sanitary stick, which I think is common, should be common sense. But, and, and I realized that, you know, we have more knowledge than, than the average person or whatever you know because we we could have a conversation about like washing your brushes and people were like oh i need to wash my brushes yeah you need to wash your brushes and that's not like a judgment it's just i'm saying and so my thought process what process is like maybe that was that kind of situation where like maybe you just didn't know you shouldn't use a popsicle stick or a lollipop stick or whatever in your makeup and then put it on your face so here it is here's the psa don't do that but the problem is, and the reason why we're having this conversation is because she has put herself out there as a professional. Correct. Yet as a professional, you're disseminating potentially harmful information. And so are you the asshole for saving people from an eye infection or for giving themselves some weird skin infection or worse? I don't think so. Right. But that's just me. I think it really also pissed me off because she called me a silly goose. Right. Like calling me a silly goose was inappropriate. And you could, and then you continue to call me cray in a comment that I did read about myself to somebody else. You're going to double down on that. I'm not the one. I'm not the one. I mean, going back to this, to this young woman with the orange chair, you know, 
when Yvonne sent me that the text with the before and after, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is like so incredible. Somebody put some respect on her name. You know, to have that kind of... I loved that response. That made me so happy. I was like, I love you. I, I, I mean it though, because for somebody to have that level of competency to fix that girl's hair, it, I'm telling y'all it was a hot mess. And I'm not a, I'm not a hair professional. So for me to have said it was a hot oh, mess, it was a hot You mess. can see a hot mess when you see yeah, a hot mess. I, my eyes work, okay? To, to, to see somebody with that level of confident, competency, that level of professionalism, and then to have somebody when you, you know, when you are out there you know, passing on that, passing on that, that professional information and for somebody to degrade you like that? No. Mm -mm. I think, you know, because I'm getting ready to, to do my own thing. I'm getting ready to like really ramp up my own, my own shit, my own content, my own courses, my own everything. And so spoiler alert, one of my courses is going to be like DIY hair because I just know people are not going to not DIY their own hair. Everyone can't afford to go to a hairdresser. So I'm going to create a course on the, on best practices, really on D and doing your own color. It's your own color, coloring your own hair. So that is where, that's where I'm going to. So this is just best practices. You stay within these parameters, blah, 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 all these different things, right? And I, I, I'm going to start creating, as I get my schedule more organized and working a little bit less with clients behind the chair, it will free me up to do more content. And so I just feel like the content that I give people is always going to be the truth and the best for them in a professional manner, in a way that they can understand and hopefully in a way that's fun and digestible, but also like you, I want people to be able to count on, I'm a professional. I know how to do these things. I am giving you information based on facts. And when it's a fact, it will be, it, when it's information based on facts, you can count on it. Now, if it's a, information based on my opinion, I will clearly say, in my opinion, or I think this about this product because of these reasons, and this is why I like this, for these reasons. That doesn't make it fact. That just makes it my opinion. And I will clearly state that. I don't want to dog anything. I don't want to say, like, if I come across a product that is, like, super awesome, like, as an example, Olaplex. I think some of it's a good product. I think some of it's marketing. And I'm going to say like, yeah, it's going to make your hair feel like it. these products right here are doing things chemically to make your hair stronger so that you don't have breakage, so that you blah, blah, blah. Yes, I think these are great. These ones right here, could you do without? Sure. These are some dupes that are not as expensive that are going to make your hair just as great and feel just as great, but there's nothing chemically in there. But if you like this, great, keep using it. But I think in my opinion, you could do something, you could do something that's not as expensive and spend your money on the things that are actually doing something. So 
so some of that opinion is based, some of that information is based on fact and some of it's based on opinion. And you'll be able to know the difference. So what do you think is like the takeaway for somebody who's listening today and it's just like, okay, what, how, you know, how do I, how do I know? How do I budge? That's a great question. How do I, you know, get the right information? Because I know like myself, it, 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 it just took me like way longer than it should have to be like, I can't listen to these people anymore and I need to just find professionals well, that's a good question. Then how did yeah. I look for, I, I looked for, and I'm speaking specifically for beauty and hair products, like skincare and hair products. I looked for people like licensed people. When it came to my hair, I only wanted to hear from hairstylists. I was done t- like hearing from people who were on their own journey and allegedly had discovered all this stuff or whatever, like good for them. That's great. But I need to hear information from actual, like, licensed hairstylists. So I've focused my YouTubing or whatever to those people. And that was a game changer for me. Same with skincare. It was like, I, I still like to hear about, you know, different products. And I, I definitely listen to a lot of YouTubers talk about this product or that product, but mostly to get knowledge about what you know the claims of the product did they like it did they not like it but not so much for like hey this is gonna work for your particular skin or whatever I stick to well mostly now beauty pie but but I stick to people who are like skin more skincare experts Uh it's or maybe like a dermatologist you know who might have content to tell me hey you know if you're having some acne issues you may want to try these particular chemicals or whatever yeah 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 fair Uh, enough and that that's kind of how I roll now and not because like other people's content isn't valid it's just that there was so much noise coming at me and it was too hard to determine what was fact and what wasn't and I was like nope I need to just I just need to go to the players who are dealing in facts does that make sense? Yeah, I yeah, no, it, it is. It does make sense. I mean, I think it's really going to be dependent on the person and how much they care about a professional's opinion. I guess. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> you're right. You're right. Because few people out there who just don't care. Yeah, they don't, and they're like, "Well, this person uses it, and it's great." Okay, well then keep you. But if you care about a professional's opinion, you're going to have to do your own research into that professional. And, and I'm not saying again, back to what we said before, just because you work for a company or you promote a company doesn't mean that you're not a professional, but like, you're going to have to dive deep, maybe message them and say, oh, what is your experience? How long have you been teaching makeup? How long have you been, how, how long have you been a makeup artist? How long have you, you know, all, all these kinds of different questions, which I think, you know, kind of lends into like another possible podcast is how to find a professional. Maybe that's a podcast we need to do is how to find a professional, which it's a lot of questions. It's a lot of research. It, it's networking. It's, you know, consultations. It's It's all kinds of different things. But I mean, I think in one of the classes that I do, is like, how do I find a person that knows how to do this? You know, when I move to a new place or I'm 
have a new problem that arises, how do I find this person? Yeah. So, because there is, there are certain ways to go about that, but you have to be the one that's in the driver's seat looking. Yeah. So, oh, I don't know. Like, maybe that's the, like, do you care about having a professional's opinion? And when you are talking to a professional, hopefully the takeaway is, you know, you don't necessarily have to agree with them per se. You can still do your own thing, but maybe just be, I mean, because how many times have we been to a doctor and I'm like, oh, fuck, that doctor doesn't know what the fuck. And probably sometimes they don't or whatever. Is this, you know, and you go get a second opinion. Yeah. Okay, fine. That's fine. That's fair. You can go get a second opinion. But, you know, you have to learn to disseminate which information you and who you're going to use as a professional. Yeah. So, and I just think in this space, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, like you need keep do digging keep digging for what do they know how do they know it what what kind of experience do they have if what you want to find is a true professional yeah but if you just want somebody who tries a bunch of products and tells you how they are i mean and i think it's that's okay little different yeah but if you're trying to get solid information like you were trying to get solid information about your texture of hair then yeah go to go to a person that deals exclusively with that texture of hair not just on themselves but on all kinds of people yeah, that they know that's their niche Yes, exactly. Which is what I did. And, and like I said, that was a game changer. for me. Yeah. So, I don't know. Let us know what you think, I guess. Yeah, let us know what you think about, you know, people posing as professionals. I was probably about 10 years into my bridal career. And my dad asked me some question and he said, Something about like, well, well, do you think that you know maybe these women need a professional? And in 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 a in a conversation about finding bridal gowns, and I looked at him and I said, I am the professional. Like I'm your last stop. I am the professional. This is it. Yes. This is this is it. I am the professional. So if you need more help than me, then you're in. You're. I mean, you're gonna need. Then you need a super pro or something i don't know but <laughs> I, I am the professional so you're just like you're throwing questions out there and you're 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 talking about this thing like i'm not a professional no 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 i am the professional yeah and i, and yeah. I acknowledge that and that's why i like feel you know empathize with you know you defending yourself because no no i am the professional yes that is me don't, don't question it i i am the professional yeah you want a second opinion that's different but you're not going to just poo-poo my opinion or or the or the facts that i'm saying because i am the professional right exactly 
I don't know. Well, we've wrapped up another another week of unresolved issues. This this podcast episode is called Unresolved Issues. This is just a conversation. (laughs) Hopefully somebody else will chime in and give us some insight into it. I don't know. Their insight. That'd be great. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Okay. (laughs) We will see you next week on another episode of The Chic Strategy. You just listened to another episode of The Chic Strategy, produced and edited by your fabulous co-hosts, Tuesday Morris and Yvonne Rosales. In between episodes, you can always head to The Chic Strategy's Instagram page for inspiration and to go behind the scenes. The Chic Strategy is powered by subscribers like you. To keep all of our podcasts free and accessible to everyone who needs some extra glam in their lives, consider becoming a strategist in our exclusive Patreon community. Membership starts at $3 a month, and it's easy to join at patreon.com slash thechicstrategy. 